We read on Shabbos about the mitzvah of lighting the menorah. The Pasik says, The Torah uses an interesting expression, which means to rise up and to elevate. Why didn't the Torah use the more conventional term, which means to light? We know each word in the Torah is precise. So what does imply? So Rashi takes note of this strange expression, and Rashi offers up two explanations, both which on the surface are not very compelling. The reason the Torah uses the word Baloischa, says Rashi, we learn from here that when the coin lit the menorah, he had to light the wicks at Shatehei shall have us oila He had to ensure that the flame is strong enough to continue to burn on its own. Another reason for Baloischa, that there was a step in front of the menorah that the coin would stand up on when lighting the menorah. At first glance, these are two seemingly inconsequential minor details about the menorah. So for that, the Torah had to change from the literal interpretation. So what's the deeper message behind the word Baha'u'llah? So I'd like to share with you an idea from Rabbi Moshe. He says, Rashi's two explanations is really one explanation and a tremendous fundamental lesson in Chinuch. And the message is, the key to be successful at Chinuch, either as a leader or as a parent or a teacher, you must be a salesman and not a policeman. Some people's model of Chinuch is do it because I said so. My way or the highway. But what happens is, when the parent is not around, or when the school year ends, that lesson is lost. They're only doing it because you are policing them. Says Rashi, kindle them, inspire them, until shall have his oil Give them the proper chinech and guidance, until they will realize that they want to do so from their own intellect, out of their own volition, and not because you are commanding them to do so. Explain it to them that it is beneficial to them to conduct themselves in that manner. And then that message will endure. Not only that, they will even pass it down to their children as well. So how is that accomplished, says Rashi, by being a positive role model? In order to be a menorah, in order to be able to illuminate and motivate others, says Rashi, Step up on a pedestal, stand on a platform and show them the way. Lead by example, model for your children how to conduct themselves. Lead the way, tell them, follow me and emulate my actions. There's a great line from the famous 19th century poet, author, and philosopher, Ralph Waldo Emerson. He said, What you do speaks so loudly that I can't hear what you're saying. Your actions are overpowering your words. If your actions are in dissonance with your words, your message will not resonate. Now we understand why the Torah uses the word Baha'u'llah. How do we elevate those neiros? How do we inspire those young, precious souls? All of the neiros were angled towards the middle. They should all look at the mul. They should all look at you, you as the parent, your teacher, the guide, the one in the middle, the person on the pedestal. You are the prototype, the model, the paradigm. Lead by example. There's an interesting halacha in the construction of the Mishkan. Of all the equipment to be built in the Mishkan, the Shulchan, the Menorah, the Aran, all the utensils, only a few were required to be made out of one single piece. The Menorah and the Kruvim, the image of the children, the Kodesh HaKadosh. So let's think about this. The Menorah was an elaborate structure comprised of many shapes and forms and nuanced designs. This was a very difficult task as it is. The construction of the menorah was extremely complex. So why does the Torah demand that it be hammered out of a single piece of gold? 
Why not construct a menorah from separate pieces of metal and then weld them together? What is the deeper message behind this? So perhaps this is the idea that we just said. The Torah is conveying a profound lesson. If you ever want to become a menorah, you want to be a source of light unto others, you must ensure that you are made out of one piece. If you talk the part, you must act the part as well. You can't be a hypocrite. The kids will pick up on it and your teachings will not resonate. If you want to be an effective teacher or parent, you cannot afford to be conflicted. They will need to know who you are and what you stand for. You have to have a unifying message. The Dubna Margint once asked the Vilna Gan how we can influence and educate others. And the Gan replied with an analogy. One should take a large cup and surround it with lots of small cups. He should pour the liquid into the large cup and it will overflow into the smaller cups. This is how one influences others. It must spill over from his personal passion and efforts. So granted, a menorah made out of one piece is much more difficult to create. It's much easier to take the shortcuts and construct a menorah with many parts. However, something that is constructed out of one piece is much sturdier and will last for a long time into the future. So why specifically menorah and kruvim have to be made out of one piece? The menorah symbolizes the light of Torah. Ner mitzvah Torah are. The kruvim represent children. The message is, raising quality children with Torah values is not easy. It demands a tremendous amount of patience and energy and effort. But if done the right way, the results will endure for all eternity. And now, we know. Have a wonderful day.